Welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast with Coletta Jones-Patterson, where we feature guests who have overcome the odds and have gotten unstuck. In their words, they share with us practical insight and tips on how to go beyond stuck and enjoy life. On today's episode, our guest is Ty Patterson. Ty is an author and entertainer from Jackson, Mississippi. She was born and raised in Kosciuszko, Mississippi, the birthplace of Oprah Winfrey. She is a graduate of Jackson State University and has a master's degree in organizational management. As CEO of Phenomenal Gifts, LLC, she provides products and services reflective of her God-given talents in baking, hair, and products and empowerment. Her main interest is mentoring others in purpose and vision. She firmly believes that a pretty personality will take you far because beautiful people have beautiful minds. Please welcome to today's show, Ty Patterson. Hey, Ty, welcome to the Beyond Stuck podcast. Hello, how are you? Good. Thank you for taking the time to um, share some share your story and some tidbits with us. I'm excited to jump right in and hear what you have to say. Yes, indeed. Let's go. <laughs> so there are lots of different definitions um, for stuck. So I'm curious to know, how do you define stuck? This was good. This was a really good question. I looked at it as in two different ways. Being stuck to me is when you get in a situation when you really don't know how to get out of it because maybe you have no guidance and no plan and no answers. And then on the other hand, being stuck can be when you know exactly what you need to do, but you have become tolerant or complacent and Mm kind of, you you know, the situation and, you know, Sometimes you, when you place more weight on the requirements than the results, that's when you get stuck. Ooh, those are both really good. So you can be stuck by not having the guidance or a plan to move forward, or you might be stuck because you find yourself being tolerant or complacent of a situation. Exactly. Well, I think a lot of people can identify with one of those definitions with being stuck. So which one really um, resonates with you in terms of in what areas have you been stuck? I'm going to go with when you know, but you get complacent. And the reason why is because honestly, there are so many resources out there for us that sometimes there's no excuse. You can't sometimes you just guidance because it's something simple as googling and listening to podcasts like this and going out there and mixing and mingling and networking you know reading and literature sometimes Mm -hmm. there are several things out there to help us so I'm going to go ahead and 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 take accountability for knowing what to do Mm -hmm. but just doing it um Mm -hmm. and it's actually been in a couple of ways I found myself myself being stuck um, financially, spiritually, and mm-hmm. relationships, and just in a particular job um, environment. So which one do you want me to spill? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a mouthful. I guess whichever one you are most comfortable sharing about. Okay. I will talk about my spiritual journey. There had been a time when, because I'm in Jackson, Mississippi, and I got here and I came from a small church, even though we traveled to different churches, I came from a small church setting. So when I got to 
Jackson, Mississippi, and there's like almost a church on every street. Mm -hmm. I figured, oh, I'm going to get here and I'm going to get in a big church and it's going to be just amazing. And I'm going to be in all these activities. Well, I found one. And then when I got in there, I realized that there were people attending the church that I already knew. Mm -hmm. So I had the mindset of, okay, great. We were friends a long time ago. We're going to reconnect and we're going to be friends again. And and this is just going to be great. And I looked at it as more of a socializing thing for me and other people rather than a place to be fed. Yeah. And when I got there, I also forgot it's been years since I had been around these people that I thought I knew. And they were not the same people anymore. People change over time. Right. So the the connections that I thought I was going to have, it was almost like I was starting over again. And so I felt like there was such a disconnect that I started to, you know, with those particular people that I started to just disconnect all together mm-hmm. with the church. And it, it got to a point to where I was just going to church. I And I tell people all the time, I said, I really wasn't even putting money in there like I was supposed to. I was literally there enjoying the people that I saw and I invited my friends to go and it was almost like we were going out. I, that That's how much, you know, we were actually listening and paying attention to what was going on. We treated church like it was a fun outing. Mm. And there was so many things that was going on around me in life and I wasn't taken into accountability like I'm going to this place and I'm not giving, I'm not getting, I'm just going. And so spiritually, not only did I get stuck because at the time I was looking for employment, I think I had gotten laid off at the time and I knew that there were a lot of prominent people at the church, including the pastor and everything. And I was reaching out and sending emails to people in the church saying, hey, do you know anybody that's higher? And I was I was doing that. But when you go to a big church like that, and if if you are not active and if you are not being one of the people that's really out there doing the work and, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like you get lost in the thought. It's like people want to help you, but it's like, I mean, we got people that's really out here trying to to be uh, strong, have strong membership, and they're trying to do the work and they need help for real. And you've just been showing up. Right. So what I do is I started to resent every single person in the church and I had been there for nine years Mm. and I started to feel like okay they help who they want to help you know and 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 I don't have this this big dollar amount to just give and I started to think of every excuse in the book to start to distance myself the same thing I felt like people were doing to me I started to do back Mm. it got to a point to where I literally terminated my membership I wrote a letter to the pastor and terminated my membership and I told him why and for three months straight I did not worship I did not fellowship I had literally I was like for what Mm -hmm. 
because I, I I was looking at I was like I'm a good person and I don't do anything intentionally to hurt anybody and you know I'm doing right you know we have our own limitations of what right is mm-hmm. and then I was like and nobody wants to help me and I'm struggling this and that and that and for three months I mean I was getting phone calls where have you been you want to go to that was and when people would try to talk to me about religion spirituality i would hang up i have hung up on my own sister <laughs> because i didn't hear it. and that is awful you know it is just it is really just embarrassing to even say that but i also at the same time i like hearing it. a lot of people get so frustrated mm-hmm. that they they just all they know to do is pull away yeah and within those three months i got sick mm-hmm. and i still to this day couldn't even really tell you why i was sick but I was so sick. I thought I was going to leave here. Mm. And on that hospital ride, <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice. You know, when they say sometimes God will put you in the place where all you have is him. That had to have been that moment because I literally felt like God said, now we're going to ride. We're going to take a ride and it's going to be up to you whether you make it out of this ride or not. Mm. Because, because you have not been doing what you think you've been doing, which is serving me. You've been just serving whoever and whatever and doing these things. And, you know, you're in, you're in all these different organizations you get, you know, in your sorority life and you've got all this other stuff going on, mm-hmm. but you are really not worshiping me. You're not talking to me. We, our relationship is having some trouble. Yeah. And it took him literally saying, you're going to have to see what it is that you're doing and what you, you know, your part of this, of this problem so that you can fix it because I'm not going to have you blaming me (laughs) or the church or anybody else for what you're going through. Yeah. And that was literally, I couldn't, I was literally in a place to where I was in the ambulance and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to really, unstick myself and take a step back and and you know call it like I see it and say okay this is this is I really was playing I was going to church I wasn't really just focused because I was excited and and I had to take that social aspect out of it and start going for me mm-hmm. so that not only I, you know be fed but get some real sustenance within myself to give to other people. And when I started doing that, it's like I literally had a turnaround and I got so much clarity and I got so much support and resources just started to open up simply from taking accountability. Right. Taking accountability. And then I also hear you saying, um, you know, who is your source? Who are you looking to? to provide these things that we need, you know, to provide the job, to provide, um, you know, the next steps and all of that. Cause so many times we become distracted by, you know, people, somebody else's path, somebody, you know, it can be a whole bunch of stuff. And so it will take maybe an ambulance ride for some people for God to say, you know what, (laughs) are you ready Mm -hmm. to stop doing what you're doing, you know, and let me handle it. 
Yeah. So I think that's so good because probably in that moment, it sounds like he began to really reveal your purpose, your path, you know, the plan that you should be headed on. So can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like, um, kind of getting unstuck and back on track to finding your true purpose, going, uh, you know, working on your relationship with the Lord and how did that all play out? Because I know it's not always easy. It's not easy at all, but when it becomes a life and death experience for you, almost it's a little easier than you thought it would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, and it, it did lead me to where I am now because with with that situation, I started to work in um, the federal uh, field and I was doing the work because really I went to school for like human resources and business and all that stuff like that. So for a moment, I thought that's where I needed to be. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, that's where the money is, this and that and that. Mm-hmm. But that still wasn't it. And the the stuck part kept going. It just went from one area of my life to another. Mm. So I was work, working in this job and I was I was doing more as far as um I had actually joined, you know, another church and I still visited different churches and I was doing more mentorship programs and I started to uh, write more and spend time just working on purpose and writing and speaking engagements. But even with all of that going outside and mentoring, what happened was this particular job was the job that taught me how indispensable Mm. or dispensable certain people are. And I was dealing with management that was honestly really, really unprofessional and just cutthroat. And they didn't really care about you having ideas to make, you know, procedures and policies better or workflow better. They just wanted you to kind of be quiet and do your job. And that was not a good fit for me because I'm very innovative and I'm very creative. And the part of me going to school was for organizational management, meaning if there's a way to cut costs, cut time, cut you know anything that is negative even if it's uh the morale raising the morale anything dealing with those things I'm all about some changes being made Mm -hmm. but you don't always have that freedom so I realized that in this federal job yes I made the money but there was no freedom to actually do the work they say that they want us to do. They'll send these surveys out and say, hey, if you've got these great ideas, let us know. We want to improve. And no way they were using those surveys. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nothing was improving. And I'm just going to be honest. Yeah, it was just, it it was a formality. Mm -hmm. It was something that they had to do because these these ideas were not being used. And then our, our management had gotten to a point where they were just, you know, cursing people out in meetings and there was a lot of sabotage going on and there was a lot of just just dishonesty going on about the positions and, you know, the the growth. And and I say, you know what, this is not it either. So I did something really, really crazy. I prayed about it first, Mm -hmm. but I left that job without a plan B. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I left that job because I prayed about it. I was like, you know, I said, Lord, you know that I am very appreciative to be employed because I know what being unemployed feels like and looks like. I said, but this job is going to cause me to come out of my character and I don't want to do that. I said, so I'm going to have to leave and I trust you Mm -hmm. to bring me back to a place 
that is going to encompass all of those things, the business ethics. I'm really heavy on business ethics and I'm really heavy on innovation. Yeah. And so bring, bringing me fast forward to today, I did not work for about three months. And at first I started to get a little worried. Yeah, I was applying for places, but I was worried at first. But then the Lord literally said, I need you to rest because if you say you trust me, but you're getting all frantic and you're panicking, that's that's not what faith and trust looks like. Mm-hmm. So I literally laid down and physically went to sleep. And I had gotten a phone call from a nonprofit organization that I had put an application mm-hmm. in for. Mm-hmm. And of course, I had had the interview and everything, but in my sleep, they called me back and, <laughs> and offered me the position. Okay. And, <laughs> and that's where I am to this day. And so the position involves what I know and what I love. So yeah, I'm in administration. I'm doing everything that I went to school for and that I love. But then we're also doing the youth counseling with families, too. So now I can work out my passion, my purpose to help people and to figure out what the problems are. And even though that's not what I do directly, mm-hmm. I still work with licensed therapists and we are, I'm able to be in those meetings and be in those discussions because I take what I learn from the therapist and from my job and I can exercise those things in my home life. Yeah. So it's almost like full circle. My relationship with my children is better the way we communicate is better because I've been put in a place where no, I'm not a therapist, but I get to have the conversations and I get to get information um, from them because of what they have to do every day and their training and we're sharing it with each other. Mm. And it's almost like just a perfect fit for what I needed. It is a spiritual environment to where they place family and God over your work. So there is, and and that's not everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they feel like you know, if you can't be here in this seat in front of this computer, we can get somebody else. <laughs> right. But this place is more, you know, well, okay, well, let's give you a computer so you can do your work from home. If you need to be at home, especially with COVID going on right now, it's like he, he God put me in a perfect place in the right timing. Yeah. And that's because I have two children, you know, you got virtual learning going on and I have not missed a beat. I haven't had to use sick days and, and vacation days or anything. I just work from wherever I am. That's so good. And that just remind reminds me how good God is. You know, he's a loving father. He's a good God, but we have to give him that position. We have to allow him to be the Lord of our lives. And if we don't trust him, to do what he said he's going to do, then, I mean, the way I look at it is we're in the palm of his hand, but if we jump out of his hand, we're on our own. You know, we're not, That's right. we're not under his covering <laughs> and his protection, you know. Now, he loves us and he's still going to take care of us, but it's not probably going to mm-hmm. be in the best way that he had designed. 
So it sounds mm. like it's taken some time, but all the pieces are coming together now. You, um, you know, relationships are better. You're doing a job that you enjoy and love and you're really seeing, you're walking in purpose. So what would you say to mm-hmm. somebody? Because I know it goes back to you getting your spiritual relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. right? But what would you say to someone that's just, it seems like for them, they've tried everything, but the pieces are not coming together. Maybe it is a lack of trust in God. Maybe it's something else is missing. But what are some things that just really helped you get to this point where you are now kind of on the other side of stuck? I would say that I do. I'm I'm very aware that there are some people that have gone through some trauma that they cannot help. You know, they did not ask for it. And it may have taken a toll on their lives to where they really feel like they're in a position that they cannot get out of. But I first want to tell you that everyone has a gift. Everyone has something about them that is unique and necessary. Somebody may have a similar gift, but it is yours. It's been placed on the inside of you. If there's a little small inkling of something that you like or something that sparks your interest, I say go for it. Get with some people that are familiar with whatever that topic or field is. Google is your best friend. If you feel like, well, I cannot take the classes that I need or I don't have the resources there, utilize what you have for free Mm -hmm. to spark that interest in whatever it is, because your gifts will make room for you. And sometimes when we get in our gifts and get in our purpose, that eliminates distraction and the and distraction is really of the enemy. Mm-hmm. As long as you can keep thinking about what it is you don't have and what it is you can't do, that is time that is wasted. Mm-hmm. And we really have, we're in a day and age to where the computer can tell you how to do any and everything. Yes. You know, and and Eventbrite, there are so many courses that are free, classes that are free, even if it's not necessarily a career field, but you just need some positivity. I encourage you to to affirm yourself, to encourage yourself and speak things over yourself that's positive, even if you haven't quite seen it come into fruition yet. You know, people may have told you certain things about yourself all your life, but it just takes you saying something the opposite. That's it. Mm-hmm. And you keep saying it, keep saying it until you believe it. And even if you're not a Bible scholar, pick you one verse and keep saying it every day. I don't care if it doesn't even have something to do with what's going on. Repeat that verse. And then go online and find you some more encouraging verses. Fill yourself up because when you are full, it's hard for people to try to empty you out. Mm -hmm. And you can do anything you put your mind to. But as long as you believe you can do it and you take accountability for some of the things that could have gone better had you made a better decision then you will be okay. And if it's something that you didn't have anything to do with, I pray that you will forgive whoever took part in those actions or in those moments because God has got to handle them. You cannot handle them. Let God handle it. And you keep going to be the best version of you that you can be. That's so good. You gave us so much wisdom right there. Um, So everyone has a gift. You have to know that there's something unique about you that you need to pursue. So like Ty said, go out there, do your research, learn more about it, but don't be afraid to go after your gift. Then eliminate any distractions. And and 
today yeah. there's so many distractions around us you know the news and what's going on in the world and you know our children have things that they're dealing with so there can be you know um, so many distractions but if the more time that you spend focusing on your gift and that talent and that thing mm-hmm. that God has put within you the distractions are going to seem less and less and this is so key just affirming yourself and surrounding yourself with positive people, have a positive network around you because we can't afford to um, feed into the negativity. It will bring you down very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the scriptures are really good to do that. Fill yourself up with the word. There's no getting around um, the word of God and connecting with other believers and knowing the word for yourself and studying the word. So that's so powerful. Um, and then taking accountability for your actions. Sometimes we just mess up, you know, or we, we didn't, we didn't do what we were supposed to do, you know, when God told us to do something. So, you know, take accountability for it. Doesn't mean that you stay there and you don't um, beat yourself up, but you do have to recognize, Hey, I kind of missed the mark in this area. Let me just try again. Um, and then forgive others. There's some things that just happened to us. You mentioned the word trauma and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of loss and trauma that um, people have gone through and we have to release it at some point, you know, no, it wasn't fair. Um, no, it shouldn't have happened. Um, and you know, we are sorry about that, but at some point we have to release it so that we don't become a victim, that we remain the victor. We're on top of this because that's who God created us to be. So that is so good. Um, see, hearing all of that and that's some great advice for our listeners. Um, well, any final things that you want to mention before um, you tell us how they can connect with you? I was thinking this while you were doing a recap. I was going to say, if you have to turn that TV off, turn it off. If you have to get off of social media for a moment, get off of it because the world is going to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, and if if it's something that can that you cannot change right now or something that's not affecting you directly, you do have to kind of disconnect from certain things that's going on, because if you don't, it'll tarnish you, so to speak. So it's okay to kind of turn things off so that you can recharge. Yeah. Recharge, refocus all of that. Yeah, that's so good. Well, this has been wonderful, Ty. So I want people to definitely connect with you. I know you have lots of ways that they can connect and you have lots of things that um, you have put your hands to. So, um, I mean, I've already mentioned some of those things, but if you want to mention any of the particular businesses or areas and then how they can reach out to you. Sure. I'm actually the owner of Phenomenal Gifts, LLC. And that is basically an umbrella where I can do all the things that I love to do most. One being writing. So that I do have three books out and they're on Amazon. If you go to Ty A. Patterson, either on YouTube, Google, Instagram, or Facebook, all of my pages will come up. And it's Ty, T-Y, A. Patterson. Because there's another Ty Patterson and it's a male and he's a writer. But I have books out there. One is called Southern Jewel. It's a book of poetry. I have Jackpot. Jackpot is more um, fiction. And it tra- it's talking about a young lady's journey through relationship as it relates to like gambling life. So that and that one was fun. But the third book is how to balance work and writing a book because people ask, you know, I want to write, but I just don't know how to squeeze that time in. So I give some tips on that one. Mm-hmm. And then aside from that, I also do speaking engagements. So I know that we're not really doing live uh, events as much, but I do travel and I do 
podcast and video. So if you have events where you just need some empowerment, motivational speaking, I come to schools, churches, um, tea, whatever, I will be there. Just let me know. Um, also, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. So if you type in again, just T-Y, middle initial A, Patterson, everything I do will pop up. I have T-shirts for young ladies and men. The ladies is called Pretty Personality because I focus on how we want the outside beauty to be just as wonderful as the inside beauty. We want that to match up. And then for the men, I have Genuine Gentlemen because we want our men to have the same high standards that they require in life. So all of these things kind of wrapped up in one because I do believe that I just want to do everything that God tells me that I can do before I leave this world. I don't want anything pending, nothing pending. I don't want, I don't want no money in my account pending and I don't want these gifts pending. I want to get it out. You want to get it out. And Ty A. (laughs) Patterson is definitely getting it out. Like I said, and like she said, she is very involved in lots of different business ventures. She's definitely an encouragement and a support and a motivator. So you want to connect with her on social media at Ty A. Patterson. She has several books and resources. Um, Would love to come and speak with you or a group. Um, So check her out. Thanks again, Ty, for being with us today on this episode um, of the Beyond Stuck podcast. You have left us with some great tips to really get unstuck and to focus on our spiritual lives and other areas of our lives as well. So I look forward to seeing what God is going to continue to do with you. And thank you again for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great topic that all of us need to revisit, probably more so than we do. You are so right. And it's a great time to do at the beginning of the year to really um, dive in and, and hone in on what does God have for me this year? What purpose am I supposed to be serving and how can I do it better? So right on. Yes. So I appreciate you again. And listeners, we look forward to connecting with you again very soon on 